Hi, Tim Roy for Warriors.com, and once again, we are going to mock the NBA draft. That's right. It's our 2013 NBA mock draft. We continue to mock the draft here, and we're going to start it right at the top, where the Cleveland Cavaliers have the first overall pick, one of three picks they have in this draft, and three in the top 30 once. That's a pretty good haul. John Michaels with us. He is the voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and, and uh, John, that once again, uh, the Gilbert family somehow, using their mojo, have secured the number one pick. Yeah, Nick Gilbert's done it once again. So, uh, you know, for the second time in the last three years, the Cavaliers will be picking number one. It's interesting, you know, the last time the Cavs had the selection, they went with Kyrie Irving, and, and at that in that particular draft, it really was it was more of a two-horse race. It was either going to be Williams out of Arizona or Irving out of Duke, and the Cavaliers certainly are happy they went with Irving. This season, of course, a lot more wide open for that number one pick. Tell me about the, the mood around the team. It, it seems like Mike Brown is a good fit not only for that organization but for that town. So he's back. you got Kyrie. Uh, Tristan Thompson, I thought, took a step forward uh, last year. So there are some pieces there. What's the mood around the franchise right now? Well, I agree with you, Tim. That I think Tristan Thompson improved more than really anybody else on that basketball team. He was a double-double guy virtually for the last 50 games of the season. And, of course, Deion Waiters and Tyler Zeller were the gentlemen picked in the first round last season. Uh, they went fourth and 17th, respectively. And then the Cavaliers are happy with Waiters. I mean, he led the Eastern Conference in scoring at 14.5 per game. You know, you didn't hear a ton about Dion because, of course, of the play of, you know, Damian Lillard uh, out in the West with Portland. But uh, the Waiters quietly, you know, got onto that first team all rookie in the NBA. The Cavaliers are happy with him at that two position. And Tyler Zeller did a nice job in the middle. Of course, Andy Verigel only played a handful of games before he was injured. So Tyler Zeller was forced into that starting spot. So really, Four-fifths of the Cavaliers' starting lineup are effectively the entire season where guys drafted in the last two years. So, again, it's a young nucleus. Uh, the Cavaliers are happy with where they are. As far as Mike Brown is concerned, the front office thought that that's where the biggest change was needed uh, in the defensive department. The Cavaliers last season uh, finished 25th in points against, 30th, of course, out of 30 teams in field goal percentage against. So defense, obviously, is going to be critical moving forward. Uh, and the front office made that move to bring a defensive-minded coach in Mike Brown back to Cleveland. Anderson Varejao is a guy that, that I think a lot of teams would covet if he could stay healthy. Is he a long-term piece for the Cavs? He's still on contract for a couple of seasons, but doesn't his name seem to always arise every time the trades are discussed? And I think you know it's interesting you bring it up, Tim, because the Cavaliers here sitting with, you know, they have the number one pick, the 19th pick, the 31st, and the 33rd. So they have, first of all, they have a lot of cap space. Second of all, they have some options, some selections coming up in this draft. And when Chris Grant was asked, you know, hey, you have the number one pick, would you be open to trading that pick? He said, well, you know, we're open to anything right now. We'll listen to anything. So I think when you're looking at a Cavaliers team with a young nucleus, they are looking to add some veteran leadership, some scoring, some grit. Uh, particularly in the paint. So if the right situation would come along for the Cavaliers here, I think in terms of trading a veteran for that number one pick or a combination of the Cavaliers' picks, I think that's something the Cavaliers would certainly consider. Another player that uh, I like on that roster is Maurice Spates. How much of, of what Cleveland is doing is geared toward next year, toward the summer of 2014? 
Well, I mean, that's, that's a big part of it. When you look at the free agent crops, I, I think that one coming up next summer is certainly richer and deeper and wider. And it, it's an interesting situation right now for Chris Grant. You know, the, it's a team that has really struggled the last three seasons. The, the, you know, the fan base is clamoring for a winner here. They had the number one pick, of course, in Irving, the four pick in Waiters last season. Now, potentially a number, another number one pick if it's not traded. And, you know, Dan Gilbert, the owner, has even said the time is now to start winning. But it's, a, it's an interesting balance because you can't go firing into this free agency summer without considering that you need to leave some space for next uh, summer as well, when, again, that crop is going to be a lot richer in the free agency department. So, the, you know, Chris has his work cut out for him right now. It's going to be a, an, an interesting summer, an interesting couple of weeks moving forward where the Cavs add and, and whether or not they do trade one or more of these selections coming up. Okay, now we'll uh, add the drum roll, and here you are. Uh, John Michael is now the voice of the Cavs. He's also the general manager of the Cavaliers, and he's going to make the selection the number one overall pick in 2013. Where do the Cavaliers go? Well, the Cavs do have a couple of choices here, and the, you know, the guy who has been named number one most and in most of these uh, mock drafts, has been Nerlens Noel, the young man out of Kentucky, uh, a rim protector, of course. When you look at this Cavaliers team, uh, a team that, as we talked about, Tim, is looking for defense. He's the guy who can make the biggest mark defensively, uh, an athletic guy averaged over four blocks a game at Kentucky. Now, on the other side of the coin, offensively, he's still a raw product. He also is injured. You know, he's not going to be available until they say, uh, right around Christmas time. So there are some ups and downs to Noel. He will be a project offensively, and this is a Cavaliers team that certainly does need added scoring in the paint. You know, you look at Ben McLemore out of Kansas. He's a shooting guard, a good all-around player is McLemore. The question is, are you duplicating because you picked up Beyond Waiters last year at that shooting guard position? It's been said that Waiters and Irving are looked to be the backcourt of the future for the Cavaliers. Do you want Macklemore there? Otto Porter is another guy out of Georgetown. He's a fit because he's a three, and the Cavaliers certainly are looking for a scoring three on the wings. They haven't had that in quite a while. Alonzo G's more of a defender. He'd be more suited to be able to come off the bench and play defense. So it's a difficult selection here for the Cavaliers. To me, though, Tim, I think that if the Cavaliers do pick with this number one selection, and considering what they want to do as far as changing the dynamic of this team and making it a more defensively oriented bunch, I think Nerlens Noel has to be the pick. And so in the mock draft, the Cavaliers will select Nerlens Noel out of Kentucky. Well, the big man out of Kentucky, you played one year, 6'11", uh, 206 pounds, John. you got to get him to some of the Cleveland's finest restaurants and get some meat on those bones. No question. In fact, he just got interviewed by, by Cleveland Station yesterday and he said i'm around 211 now you know the question is tim where do you play him i mean can you play him at, at a five right now or can you even play him at a four right now because again you know he's looking at 610 611 211 pounds he's gonna have to bulk up and he's gonna have to bulk up quickly you know the cavaliers went through this situation with tyler zeller i mean he runs about 235 245 and he too needs to bulk up heading into his sophomore season so it's an interesting, no question about it, it's an interesting situation with Noel. It's not a guy that you're just going to plug in there and say go ahead uh, like they did with Anthony Davis last season down in New Orleans. So, yeah, will some work need to be done with Noel if he indeed is the number one overall pick? Uh, you're exactly right. 
Well, if Noel's the pick, then I think that's also an indication, John, the Cavs are going to keep a Verigel because they'll need him to guard some of those big guys around the league. Uh, John, a pleasure as always to uh, chat with you. Tim, my pleasure. Anytime. And, uh, John, if folks want to follow you leading up to the draft on uh, Twitter to, to see where the Cavaliers are going, not only with the, the first overall pick, but 19 and 31, how would they do it? It is Cavs J. Mike, C-A-V-S-J-M-I-K-E. John Michael, the voice of the Cavaliers. Next up on the clock, the Orlando Magic, as we continue to mock the 2013 NBA draft.